0: Questions. History. Religion. Grace. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Rachel. Join us as we talk about our favorite TV shows and movies and point out grace. With some interesting twists and a little humor. You're listening to Who's Saying Grace.
1: Welcome back. And I'm laughing as we say this because we have no idea how to just start our podcast. Hey. Hey. What's up? How's it going? Good vibes. I don't know. All right. Season. <laughs> We've moved. We're on. We're still in season two. Just started. Episode. Right? Episode yeah. three. <clears throat> um, okay. I'm going to stop laughing because this is kind of a serious episode. Um, with, I mean, we're starting off with them. They've been, we, we know from the last episode that they were captured, right? Right. Utrid and Alec. And, um, you know, that's, I mean, the two topics we taught, we saw is that you've got the slavery going and there's a lot of using women as pawns. Mm -hmm. And so, which just brings in everything we keep talking about. There's so much fear in people and manipulation, oh cat power, control, those are all all in there as as they were before. So kind of overall, did you feel that way too?
0: Yeah, just Guthrid and his very selfish motivation. I mean he just at the end succumbs to just thinking about himself, not thinking about what is good for all the people what's good for everyone what's even going to further his goals he was just so worried of or f- fearful that Utrid was going to replace him or overtake him as king and that the people would be more loyal to Utrid instead of him
1: and yeah so- you know what that makes me think so he's got Utrid against him and the pagan—that's who he's. Those are the two forces he's scared of, right? The brothers, Esfira, Uhtred, and then the Danes, right? Yeah, right? in general, for all where the we're Danes. Coming. So it—they're going to interrupt his plan, yeah. And so he's got that guy whispering in his ear. The abbot, and so kind of what you you've always said, and we've always said, with the definition of grace, you know, choosing our own destiny, right? Mm-hmm. And and he so did. I'm, he chose his own destiny, he
0: and he's in big trouble now because he's now, lost all the consequences. Uhtred.
1: But I had a porch conversation with a friend today and we were talking about how, you know, when you have those big things, those big bad things that happen and people, I think we've used my car accident as an example before Mm -hmm. and you, you know, and people will say, oh, you know, God saved me for this or, or this happened or we're so blessed. And I think. We don't we don't stop and go. Wait a minute. We are all just kind of circling circling around and being affected by everybody's choices, including our own. So like right now, because Guthrid made the choices that he made, look how many people it has affected. Right. Like this entire episode, the fact that Uhtred's gone, I kind of I I think I look at Uhtred and right now he's the center. Everybody's going after him for different reasons. You know, his uncle wants him killed. Right. So he's gotta go find him to kill him. The Sven abbot wants, wants him revenge. killed, basically. Yeah. Sven because they're all scared of him. Sven wants revenge. His brother has this brotherly love, so he wants him back. Hilde has this friendship with him. Gisel is in love with him. And Alfred wants to use him to get control of England. So you've got So that he can have England under him. So Yeah, and Guthward really probably would have done best using him. And uh, and I think you brought this up before. When, why would it be bad if Uhtred was in charge of something?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He's already proven
0: his own loyalty to people. He's already proven his own word. Even Hild, you know, even though she was a little bit worried about it, they had that conversation a few episodes ago where she is worried about his protection and he says his reputation will protect him because he has built this amazing name for himself when he gives his word he stays with it he does not deviate from his word so now why would they not why would they think he would not be loyal when every time he proves his loyalty every way even when he doesn't want to, he still is loyal to Alfred all the time, even when yeah. it doesn't suit his own needs. I mean, he does always kind of have his own needs in the background, but he does that do I a agree. lot of things out of his loyalty to whoever he's pledged his word to even puts off his own goals. I mean, ultimately, his goal is to get Bevan Burr. And he has put that off many times in order to serve He did it
1: again at the end. You know what? That makes me think of his brother did too, Ragnar, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Especially when he's like, no, we have to go back. I think, hmm, is that good upbringing? Is that a pagan thing? Is that how they're wired? I mean, you've got two people from a family. It seems like though a lot of those Danes are all about their word. That's like what they have.
0: Right. It's very important to them. To Well, not all of them because you have... (laughs) Kiartan that and Sven that are awful. They never they're talking out of one side and doing something else, trying to uh, manipulate and take you know things that they don't really. Yeah, except earn. for their
1: word, they keep their word because their word was "we're coming back after you." <laughs> Do it any way we can. Not a good word. Um, so, I think the first part with the slavery, um, I kind of had a question when you know he was supposed to kill him and he didn't. And, I know this is kind of a random one, but is slavery or death worse? Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I've I never mean, been at both through of, cause slavery, cause in, but in I would Guth... think slavery would be worse.
1: Because they are looking at how Guthrid was like, he thinks he did the better thing mm-hmm. by selling him into slavery versus just killing him. Like he said. Right. He,
0: he saved his life, life so for a that. life, but he still is in a worse situation, I think. But, again, I draw on my own background. I would rather die than be held, you know, like a in a sex trafficking, sex slavery thing. I would rather die because I know you, where I'm going when I die.
1: That was going to be my question. Do you think that's from your, from your faith? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I say, I can say, I got to say I don't know which, just to be open and honest. I mean, I know where I'm going, but there's like that part of me that's like, I don't want to die. Like I'm not, there's days where I'm like, oh my gosh, Jesus don't take the whole wheel, take everything. Just come on. <laughs> BRB, make that true. Um, but
0: now I do think, I think you can come back from something like that? I do. Yeah. You mean, you think of eventually we're going to talk about Tiera and the things that she endured and what she comes back from. I mean, you look at Uhtred and the things that he endured, the things that yeah. he and, um, Finnin and Halleck did endure um it's awful I think that you can come back from it if you have people that surround you like Hilt and Ragnar and Alfred and the people that surrounded Uhtred and helped him deal with that now for us here today you're going to need a lot of trauma counseling from that type of stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah do I think if you have the proper tools and resources you can you can work through it. You can process it. You'll you're never going get going in. You over don't know it. if
1: you're going to be saved. No. Right. You could be in it forever. So that's why I'm going. I mean, if there's a hope of being getting saved, out <laughs> and doing yeah, and doing things. That's just a really hard question. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard question. Um. Yeah. I wondered too, like with Guthrie making these decisions. Well, everybody making these decisions. Are those like anybody? I mean. Anybody's choices, again, that we talk about, your choices that you make and then the consequences are, do we make those choices because of conditioning? Is it the environment? Is it our emotions? Um, I mean, I know this all comes down to our purposes and what we're striving for, but what in there, that was also my little porch conversation I had today, (laughs) was (laughs) why, you know, not why, I guess it's kind of why do you do what you do? And I think there's a lot of factors that Lots of but factors. I, I think, yeah. I think I was talking to you about, you know, because it was like, do we do things because we're Christian? Are we loving because we're Christian? Are we, um, but I'm, I'm like, I know tons of friends that are not Christians, very loving,
0: mm-hmm. so, giving, charitable.
1: Yeah, and even, yeah. So I wonder philanthropic. You know, yeah. So I think that's a hard for, a question for Christians, um, because they'll say. You know, people, they're they're not like, okay, you look at Guthrie and you look at these people who pretend to be so Christian and so good, but they're not following what Christianity says is godly. Like the the priests, the abbots and the the priests. And they're so. So how could they be Christian if they're underminingly righteous, good? Mm hmm. But people use that as a definition. If you're living a good life, then you're a Christian. If you're not, then I question whether you're a Christian or not. Right. I find that. So you look at these people, and according to that definition, well, is that... Then we get into judging whether
0: people are or not. We judge their actions on whether they're Christians or not based on the way they do things. And that's not fair because for me... Christianity is grace. It's a belief system. It's not the way you act.
1: Yeah, but we're so stuck on the way people act. That's a shift. I think in general, like the popular, I guess I see that a lot. So I look at these people in here who claim to be so Christian, then. And
0: with it being a movie, we have a bird's eye view. We can see what they're doing under the table. Whereas yeah. you don't see that out in reality. You don't see what people are doing under the table yeah. or what they're saying in their own private closets, what they're doing that completely undermines their whole belief system. And that's where you get a lot of conflict. People in their own minds and hearts, when they, they know how they are in their own closet, they know mm-hmm. how they are in public, and it's there's a conflict there. It's They're not the same person. And so then, you again, you have to put on that front for everyone that you meet and see. You have to keep up that image that you put out into reality. That's not who you really are. And it becomes a huge task. It's hard. It's almost impossible to keep up. And you either just keep doing it or, I think, like you and I, you decide – that's not who we are. What is wrong? Why is this not lining up? Why is it not working? Why do we have to be someone in public and someone else in private? And then again, in public, you're looking for the validation of all those people, making sure that you're, you're um, m- matching up to the laws, the, the things, the righteous acts that they think that you should be doing in order to meet their standard. So you're constantly looking for that validation in who they want you to be, not in who you really are.
1: Yeah, I, ugh. Okay, I don't even know how to ask the question that I'm like, it's too much. I, I, I just find it so interesting that we, def, like you just said, that we define it by actions. We define mm-hmm. how somebody is by their actions. So would you say that in grace believing in the body of Christ that – I mean, what are we – okay, so you're just walking around (laughs) doing a thing and you, like, see somebody on the street and, you know, okay, they're – you know something about them or you know past – and in some people, they're just going to quick judge that and be like, well, they're not as – Christian as they say they are because of this this and this where I would approach that person and I'm just like this is just a person like I don't I guess I just don't I don't know I don't go there I don't am I making any sense of what I'm trying to talk about well or the, probably I mean, the biggest just...
0: things that we judge people on and say that they're not maybe a Christian are you know big thing is tattoos and that used to be huge now I don't think it's that big of a deal anymore but people used to think right away, ooh, you know, that person has a tattoo. They must not be a Christian or, you know, they just, they think poorly of them. It's just, maybe the whole religious thing is not in there, but they do think poorly of a person maybe with that.
1: Yeah, I think most pastors around here have tattoos now. Yeah. For sure, and piercings.
0: Or, yeah, you have (laughs) someone, though, that's maybe wearing a low-cut shirt. A female and you think, oh, yeah. okay, if, or crop, you're, yeah. if you're wearing that or a short skirt or whatever, if you're wearing that, mm, a Christian wouldn't wear something like that.
1: Yeah. Or, or what music are you listening to? Yes. Music's or, a
0: big one. You wouldn't be listening to that kind of music. You, Or if they yeah. hear you cussing, oh, you wouldn't be or, cussing if you're a Christian.
1: Or you having that much to drink or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so Smoking. interesting. Uh-huh. So the things that you do
0: there are a lot of things like that that are easy little things to talk about then you can get into even deeper things um you know divorce oh that person's divorced well if you were a christian you wouldn't have gotten divorced
1: right it's so god we put such a standard here and, and then, then which so ones are
0: worse, of? which ones are better than others. Maybe smoking is just a little one that that's not that big a deal. You're you could maybe yeah. still be a Christian and smoke, but you can't be a Christian and go to a bar.
1: Yeah. So, so I judge throughout this whole show. I'm there's judging entire all repeat. those people on what they what they do. how pot, And it's almost like an opposite of like they're talking this way. It's like what you said. They're talking one way. And, oh, you said Kyrton and him talk this way and have this. Or, you know mm-hmm. th- these actions, and a lot of these priests or brother, whatever, or I don't know. They're they're the religious men mm-hmm. within the show, right? They all are so conniving and so manipulative, and so and so. I would, if I met them, I would so judge them on whether they were Christians or not. Totally admit it.
0: But you may not know that they're doing it because if you met them in reality, you may not know that they're they're being that manipulative because you don't. We hear what they say behind closed doors.
1: Well, no, watching them say it directly to him, going "Ultris just out for doing this." You, did I mean, you can right. blatantly see, but as a, you would have to be in that room hearing that with and, talking. But you may
0: just think he's thinking of your well-being.
1: You know, there's yeah, sometimes,
0: yeah, and there's sometimes I might say to you, "Hey, you shouldn't tell that person that story about you because they're they're just going to go and spread it and make it sound worse." Yeah. So, you know, there are times when I would tell you, yeah, I don't know that I would be talking to that person about some specific parts of your life because they're going to, they may use it against you or whatever. So, yeah, Guthrid, I'm sure, thought that the priest was looking out for his best interest, looking out for his well-being in it. Not, you know, he didn't think that he had anything against like Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just can't believe what they endured. And so, okay. So, one of the consequences to this decision that he's made Mm -hmm. is the chaos that ensues, Mm -hmm. because the brothers are like, "We're out, we're out." what is his name? The uncle? Goodness gracious, Uncle Utrit. It's a a witch. It's a a witch. Effa witch or Effa witch?
0: No, that's the name of. I think that's a place. Um...
1: (laughs) That's a place. I hate it there's too many witches and we talk about this all the time in the yeah. beds and the the and let's okay if you figure it out while I'm I'm going on about this so they say we're going he Aelfric. says so now chaos ale <laughs> they're all in it's all in it's, it's it's chaos the Danes are going back to killing people now we've got people looking for Uhtred they Gisela well because he tries to he tries to use Gisela as a pawn
0: mm-hmm
1: and to give to him since he didn't kill Uhtred. So now she's fleeing and getting out of there because she's like, "Ah, my brother's nuts. You're not getting me. And if he really knew the reason
0: why they're all trying to get to her, I mean, is Guthrid really thinking about it and thinking what he's actually doing to his sister? No, he's not thinking it through. He's He's just using it for his own power.
1: He's scared. If I don't get this guy to help fight for me, they're going to come take over and I'm going to go back into slavery. He's got trauma. Mm -hmm. Now, I do
0: think Alfred and Ailswith, they not only want the alliance with another kingdom with their daughter, they're not just using her as a pawn. They are wanting her to do her duty to gain an alliance, yes, which is a little messed up, but... Also, right. I'm like, they, well, they want her to find love. They do re- it does seem like they want her to find a good man.
1: Yeah, somebody to take care of her so that they don't feel guilty when they're
0: off. <laughs> I don't yeah. know.
1: All that stuff back then, it's like, it's all, to me, it's power and, like I've said, power, religion, politics, egos, fear, control, manipulation. And it would be interesting to, be to talk
0: words. to some there are still arranged marriages um i would say probably a lot fewer maybe today than what there were um quite a few years ago but in other countries there are still arranged marriages like ones that aren't with young girls but ones that are with actual um of age people men and women that are of age to get married i've read a few books on some different arranged marriages and it seems to be in that culture it's accepted on both sides now it can get into very bad situations but some of it works out and so it'd be interesting to hear somebody talk about if they're for it if they're okay with arranged marriages what that's like and could you imagine the real side of it we had friends years ago that they had an arranged marriage and they were still very happily married and they they did not speak against it but they were again you have two people that are very humble and of a different mindset or if you have someone who is very um, fearful threatened seeking power selfish that's not going to make a good husband or wife okay in any situation
1: so if it's the an arranged marriage like these you know they i mean gisela was upon about four times in this i think Mm -hmm. one or her brother almost did then i mean even utrid kind of treated her like at the end you know tell him to his uncle he wanted that guy to go tell his uncle that she's in the bed of Uhtred you know Mm -hmm. he's almost like using her for those things and I mean the the couple you just talked about of your friends they might be happy or whatever but I just I I do not think I am for arranged marriage in any way shape or form (laughs) I don't I um yeah wow I don't I have to think about that a little bit longer but I don't know where that could be a good thing
0: I think if it comes from, if both parties or that whole culture is very humble and has the mindset of it and they're willing to work together, hold each other up, build trust with each other, I think it could work just fine because that's what I'm not saying it can't work.
1: I'm not saying it wouldn't mm-hmm. work. I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, that feels very, um, I mean, I'm not in that culture. So mm-hmm. maybe they think otherwise. I mean, I'm in the culture right now of like, I'm pretty happy not to be married. <laughs> just looking at going, oh my gosh. I mean, I've always said, I think it's, God's going to be like, how fun was that? How right. that to to be with somebody who you had to live with forever and you you, you all, you grew separately and grew up, to you know, got all these ideas. Isn't that fun? Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, we talked about that yeah. in that last episode or a couple episodes ago, <laughs> I, I
1: think. Keep coming. Um, okay, so I did. So the chaos ensues. What else did I? Um, oh, and I just think that same thing of like how we we're just talking about. I think they arranged me. It feels like property to me, mm-hmm. just like the slaves mm-hmm. and that in this and the guy on the boat even says to Utrid, your property, just like all these other people see bear swallow your pride,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, cause it's going to kill you, mm-hmm. your ego and your pride. And
0: which it actually helped him live.
1: Yeah. And that's when, that's when, and that's that whole, that question, would I rather be in death or slavery? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm strong enough to be, maybe that's why I am scared of slavery. I don't know if I'm strong enough. I'm like, i oh, fine. Just whatever. <laughs> like, just you know, cause you're like, where, where does that come from? And is that a, Something wired in you, you know, because Alec is not.
0: He had that panic moment when he needed mm-hmm. to get on the land, and he was just like, "I don't, I don't care what you do to me. I just need land." And he was yeah. just totally lost it. And Uhtred yeah. had to, you know, grab a hold of him and reassure him that he was that is not who he is. He's a warrior, and yeah. he had to remind him of all the times that he was strong when he saved him from those. Men that tried to, we're gonna, or Kjartan's men that were gonna kill him.
1: Yeah. It's interesting that Alec is the one that died when he was the one that didn't seem as strong. Mm-hmm. And you look at Finn and Uhtred who were, seemed, and look who survived. Mm-hmm. Survival of the fittest, that kind of thing going in there. Which I'm know. sure they,
0: they did that on purpose. And you, you know, look they at cast Finan, them as those people.
1: Yeah. But you look the mental Finan, strength. That's what I mean. I wasn't talking about physical. I was talking about... I was thinking both.
0: I mean, they sort of pigeonhole him Mm. in both ways, and I'm sure they cast him for that part because he was smaller so they could really push that agenda.
1: Yeah. But I think... um, I find it interesting, too, because Finnan is, I think, Catholic or... Probably was he Scottish. Yeah, he was like... I mean, he's got more... I mean, he wears his cross and he's, you know, mm-hmm. doing his thing. So they don't really show it in this episode. But, you know, that's where the things that we get into with, um, you know, oh, I, I'm God's going to save the Christians type thing, you know, mm-hmm. or, or if you're praying and, you know, I don't know. But yet Utred is not. And yet he was saved, too. So.
0: Right. And he didn't there. have a cross at that point. But. Hild wanted to give him the cross to keep him protected. He didn't take it originally. And then she gives it to him at the end.
1: That scene. Top five scenes of the entire <laughs> series for me. Oh, my phone's ringing. How fun is that? So popular. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I do have to focus on that scene for a minute because it is. I mean, I. Even before we started this podcast, I watched that scene over and over and over. And I cried every single time. I'm like, Hild, yes. Uhtred is vulnerable. Um, I did pull out from... Hild is awesome. Yes, I did. Wait, let me find my notes here. Where is it? Um, Oh, the way he was talking about shame. I think that's what I was... I don't know where it is in my notes. But um, she saved his swords... And he's like, you know, well, duh, they had to save
0: his sword, Rachel.
1: I know. I mean, but his you know, sword is sharp. a huge
0: part of his identity with both the amulet and the. Yeah.
1: But she kept but, it sharp for him because she she knew. She knew she, she knew, they were gonna she, find knew him.
0: He, she would find him.
1: And then he was vulnerable. And I loved it how he's like so weak and he can barely pick up the sword. He's like, You have my protection. (laughs) She's like, You have mine too. That, uh, or, and you know, in his line that he always says to her, You're too good of a woman for God alone. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad in the series that they didn't make them lovers like they are in the book.
0: Yeah, it'd be too hard to pull them apart. Yeah. And I think we as an audience could have never forgiven them if they'd broken up you we yeah. couldn't take it so they right. could never get together because we couldn't take them couldn't breaking take that.
1: up yeah so we've got this oh i've got a piece of paper and you're gonna hear it on the thing
0: although we um, do love ethel fled but yeah we'll we'll talk wait, about uh, that more later
1: her ethel fled i think ethel that red or uh, ethel wald which one are you ethel fled about? which oh, now he, we'll yeah. get into her
0: in a little bit but also um i think is it Bayoka that has a little talk with Utrid that um, when he tells him that was in a, in a previous episode, he alluded to the fact that Utrid um, has no business with women that have a duty, and so you've mm-hmm. got Gisela and Ethel Ethel fled. <laughs> And He's so like, he sort of all all about... alludes to that, that I think Uhtred <laughs> at that point was like, oh, really? You think that I'm not good enough to pay the duty yeah. price? So yeah. they will be
1: mine. Oh, they will be mine. They, they will be. I, this is random and totally pulling back um, before the scene that I, there's a couple more scenes. Coming, but that one guy that was advising him, the priest that was advising Guthrid, that one guy advising him I you trying find either of those people. <laughs> yes. I that one line when he says it's not my place to counsel on war. Yeah. It's like he just wimped out and backed out. He's like, Oh, I can give you all this advice and tell you what to do and be there. And then And now when bam, you're a loser. See ya. Yeah. See ya. So yeah. Okay. I that that irritated me. Um Oh, on the part of when I said, how do they, when we, were, we kind of got off, we were talking about being positive and strong and those, you know, a lot of times we associate that with a strength from God. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask, I want to ask about that. Like, how do you now, okay. So when I was brought up and, and we, we talked about this, like, um, if I'm not feeling good or if I want a situation to happen or I need, you know, or, you know, you pray for people to have the, the strength whatever where did that come from do you have you studied on that or yes, why do yes it's say all about what well because what do we I think what, what it really be I think it alludes back
0: to the whole the Holy Spirit and the way okay. that Jesus when he was on earth when he leaves he says I will give you the Holy Spirit as a comforter and then he also in the Old Testament they talk the Holy Spirit or at this new Testament part of the Bible Mm -hmm. that, that God would give them the ability to do things um, without having to know anything. Um, People would just be given this supernatural ability to follow the law, to do what they need to do in order to be a Christian or to be a God follower or to be a Jewish person, be an Israelite, whatever it is. And so we put those two things together and we try to mix them up and make them work. We think that this Holy Spirit, because it's a supernatural thing that's going to happen to us. We think this Holy Spirit is going to give us these supernatural abilities to do things. And then you mix it with some of Paul's verses that talk about, um, oh, now I'm going to forget, but well, you, that do it, you can, can do all you. things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, yes. I yes. that alludes to the fact that you can do anything that you put your mind to and you have right. this and Holy if Spirit you're not, and you have all this. You're
1: not praying hard enough or you're not religious enough or why don't Why don't some people have the strength
0: to that do? Just, that
1: one always irritates right. me. Right, because some like, people
0: very much have the strength, very much have... Um, they get through things with amazing endurance, which they may not be a very good Christian. Then you have people that fail miserably and they have all these horrible things just keep happening to them. And they are probably the most devout Christians. Or you, you do see a lot of devout Christians that can conjure up or show that they've had amazing endurance through things. They have all kinds of stories about it. And then you have other people that maybe don't have anything or so feeling what very low. That,
1: what do you think that strength is that people get? Th- okay. So are I, am I if I'm hearing you correctly? You're not getting strength from God. Like I don't believe so. And, God, give me strength to get through this day. because Not physically. Be able- yeah. It's not physical
0: strength because a lot of it is a mindset. And we saw that with Utrid and Finnan even though they're big, strong guys and they could endure all the rowing and the things. But they also had this mindset of, I am going to endure through this. We are going to get there. We're warriors. They had to keep reminding themselves of those things. So I oh, would I also...
1: Mm-hmm. So, okay, that makes sense then. So when you're laying in a hospital bed and you're playing for strength of God to come in, to Mm -hmm. help you get through this situation right Mm -hmm. that is a like and if you believe that the lord can do those things maybe it's like science like your brain is like focused on that positivity of like okay that's what i feel like it is
0: there is a part of that and it and studies have studies have proven that positive people do endure things better they live longer and I can probably find some statistics on that. I don't know what they are hmm. right offhand. But people that are more positive do live longer. They do make it through disease processes better. You do have a happier life um, because you're looking for the positive things. It it creates endorphins in your body. It creates things that your immunity is better. It just it helps you to stay more Ooh, positive.
1: So there's the you science part of it. For
0: you. Yeah. That's a huge so do you science think more part. think where people are praying
1: for you, that may be that positive thing too.
0: Right. And then if you, you get it. into also where you just need to know for me, if when I know what the Bible says and I am applying it in a way that I know that even though things are going to be hard, and if I die, I'm going to go to heaven yeah. with Christ. To die is gain, to live is Christ. Yes. I can remind myself of that. And hopefully there's going to be other people in the body of Christ. They're going to come along me, along beside me and encourage me also. Like there, if I need food, if I need things, there may not be, but the people in the body of Christ should be doing it more because we should be looking out and looking for those things, people in need, people that that need things. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, okay, I totally agree with that.
0: I don't think you have to give everything you have. I'm not in that mindset like they were in the Old Testament part when they were giving, you know, putting everything in common because they were thinking a kingdom was going to be happening right away. So why did you need things if you were going to have a kingdom right away? So yeah. they were getting rid of stuff, they were sharing everything, they were getting ready for something totally different. We're not at that point. So yeah. you don't need to give everything away and live like that. I don't money and wealth is not a problem, but we still need to look out and see if like if when you've gone through something yourself and you know what might help someone going through the same thing, you probably should reach out and try to help them through it too. So come
1: on, step up Christians. Get out there. <laughs> Help everybody see what they need. Or even not. Because there I are mean, a lot of non Christians doing it too. Yeah. Um, okay, and the other thing is to not feel guilty. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I think there's something that, that transition was of, of not feeling guilty because I don't pray, God give me the strength. Mm-hmm. I don't pray. Mental strength. In that way.
0: You could pray for mental strength. Paul prays for mental strength in a lot of his prayers. He prays for
1: okay, so like, you to be resolute. At, that, like God putting like mental things into your brain?
0: No, it's going to encourage you to go read your Bible and memorize that scripture. Just like if you'd go to a therapist, he's going to mm-hmm. tell you to write things down on a note card. Because your mind is always, if it goes to negativity, you need to write something down on a note so card that for, says... So praying
1: for strength and the things from the spirit... No, but if you're praying for, like, a mental, then because you're mentally doing it, then you're feeding that? Your brain? Just saying, I mean, I just want to differentiate what you're praying. Like, if you're praying for strength, you're like, you could pray for mental strength.
0: Because, again, for With me, prayer is I need to listen to what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, so you know where you're, so you're focusing
0: so it tells me where I'm at and how I'm feeling. So for okay. me, I'm not praying that God is going to intervene and physically do something.
1: Or mentally I'm saying,
0: I'm praying for, you know, this, I'm praying for strength. I'm praying for this mindset to change. I'm praying for other people's mindsets but to change. But your mindset
1: is going to change because you're doing it. Yes. Because you're praying and you're saying that and then it's science coming back.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know the I mean? words that, that you read in the Bible are God's words. So his words are strengthening you. So he is doing it.
1: Oh repeating that. Well, okay, this is getting comfy. I'm, okay, I'm gonna come back to this I'm gonna Because, because have the a words
0: if you if you would go and read words that say that God's gonna do a miracle physical miracle in you and change you it's not going to happen. I mean, for most people that is not going to happen. And so you are it's not going to work. But if you are praying a prayer that is God's words that is something for today like um I need to get out one of Paul's prayers and read it uh for someone to understand what I'm talking about, then it will work.
1: Okay? We're going to, I think we do need a separate because you're so studied. I need to like, I need to get the questions that, I mean, I'm getting it, Mm -hmm. but I don't, (laughs) it's complicated. It's complicated because Mm -hmm. we're set up for prayer of ask for what you want and you shall receive. Right. That's what we're set up for. If you've been. Because that's what it was for Israel and
0: the Jewish nation.
1: So I think this is a good thing. Okay. I'm going to move us on. Um, am I ready to talk about it yet? Yes, Toby Regmo comes into this. this is the finale, episode. people? Look, at, I'll get back. I finale. We okay. have
0: someone showing up on the scene. <laughs> we we all know this is like is the yeah. biggest, and I will just
1: go ahead. How I got to you? This just show. go ahead and introduce him. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, so we this, but you know what? This is. Some where we think she's being kind of used as a pawn again. Sure. Maybe in a little bit of a better way. Because I like how you pointed out at one point in time to me when we were talking that it seems like Alfred and Ailswith really want what's best for They
0: love her. their daughter. They like, want, want her. Like they're not just like, happy. okay,
1: marry her off, whatever. They're mm-hmm. like, we want this to be. A good I question
0: if Guthrid really loves his sister when he right. is willing to give her to Ailfrick.
1: He may love her, but he's just, he's a wimp.
0: He's scared. But not like how, I really do think that Ailswith and Alfred, they really do want her to be happy.
1: Right. Okay, so the scene is there, you know, we have Alfred and, well, they were, the scene before, they were showing fled land and kind of quizzing her, like they've educated Mm -hmm. her. A lot. Right. And so they're asking her all these things. And so it's, it's like, now it's your turn to get involved and do your duty. And so we come on this where they've invited the Lord of Mercia, which is Lord Cheolwuf, mm-hmm. to come. And he's got his people with him. And they're doing this negotiation dinner for the marriage. Like, right. what are you going to give us? What are you? And, mm-hmm. and Chailwolf just wants men because he wants to protect himself from the Danes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Alfred's motivation is, okay, if I get more people on my side, this is going to get me closer mm-hmm. to having my England. Mm-hmm. Versus, because he doesn't want the Danes to take over. Right. Well, Ethelwald kind of called it as they're talking and saying, Ethelwald goes, perhaps a hole in the ground. <laughs> talking about Jailwald. Because, guys, if you, I mean, hopefully you've seen this episode. The man is not long for this world. Right. what so they are showing us. So he does. Right. Right. But he wrote down on a piece of paper, <laughs> the man
0: of Ethelflood's dreams. Yes. or maybe rachel's <laughs> dreams was it
1: Woo! i think it was um rachel's so Ailswith comes in she grabs that she's like maybe some water i'm she's so like, sorry fix- I'm a so cup so of sorry. water now, a it. cup of water like, yeah,
0: maybe he dies but
1: she don't care she's like push that body who's all the, the, the way i need that paper give me the paper <laughs> so she gets it she's like who's ethelred and lo and behold toby right playing ethelred shows up so good and um who by I, the I way i story. hate him insider information I know <laughs> i'm not, so a hard. Sorry, not
0: a fan sorry toby i am not a fan and i think i've you already know. told you that
1: you can not in this episode like him
0: okay i know i might have liked okay. him for two seconds not very long
1: <laughs> insider information toby's coming into this second season right as an mm-hmm. actor you're joining a cast which is like one of the hardest things to do because everybody's kind of already in. And you want to, like, kind of prove yourself. Sorry, Toby, if I'm telling this story wrong. But comes in. He's like, this was the last little, I went to a convention where he was. And he was telling this story that he was, like, in the trailer. He's like, you're going to do this. Like, puffing himself up. He's like, you've got this. You're going to deliver your lines. Because I think he's slightly a perfectionist. He told us that in, like, one of his little messages he sent us. But anyway, mm-hmm. he's like, yes, yes, yes. Goes out there. And he says, I wrote down. I am Lady Ethelred instead of I'm <laughs> Ethelred Lady or something like that. He gets to Clever He's like, yeah, I just messed it up anyways, first line. So it's so great. I love that he's able to tell that story and just be cool with it. Um but yeah, he stands up and here we go starting that story, which is a huge storyline. More to come. He is he is a but he loved it, I mean, it's great. He starts off evil, but then he just becomes it's kind of God, but there's not a comedy in it. In yeah. his role as you go um but we see that you know here then we have a negotiation on again using the woman as the pawn and, and you're such not a getting dummy it. like <laughs> I, know. I
0: know he, james he does not home, get oh, it I love, he's like perhaps too? three thousand.
1: <laughs> james is like still james. not a <laughs> not... nothing happening and then james saves over. him well it's not it's not yes. james. Um, He saves him. Lord Eld- so Eldhelm. Yeah, Lord Eldhelm. Eldhelm. Eldhelm saves Ethelred. Yes. Over and over and, and over. over. So we just see that right at the beginning of him doing. Yeah. Okay. So, and at um, first,
0: I don't like Eldhelm either. But he redeems I know he's himself.
1: A, he's, he's kind of.
0: He's underhanded.
1: Yeah.
0: But he gets better. He,
1: he gets on the right side. But he's time. making
0: decisions out of fear. And, and when he changes,
1: of what he, works.
0: he is not fearful anymore. And he makes good decisions when he's not making those decisions out of fear.
1: Uh, did you hear that, people? Very yeah. good. Write it down. <laughs> Put that as a, that's definitely going as an Instagram post. Don't make decisions out of fear. Mm-hmm. Really is. Yeah.
0: So sometimes um, you have to sit back and really think, about because maybe you've made decisions out of fear your whole life and you don't even see it anymore. Like you don't even know you're doing it at all. So you're going to say, oh, that's not why I'm doing that. But maybe you need to sit back and really think about why. Do what, do what is do? driving me. What am I selling myself for? That was one yeah. of our other episodes that we talked about. That was...
1: Hey, speaking of selling yourself, that's the whole end of this thing. Well, yeah. He's got to sell himself back to...
0: Oh, well, uh, Uhtred. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got to sell himself back. Out of one slavery into another. Yeah, that's how the episode ends. True to his word. He gives his word. He does not want to. He's very loyal. He's very trustworthy.
1: I mean, Alfred... He totally manipulated that situation. Completely. He
0: manipulates. He's
1: the master you can manipulator. See at the very beginning when he walked. He knew what he was gonna mm-hmm. do the whole time and he was just like playing it out like, Hi Adrian. Hmm. Yeah. You're back. Welcome. I'm sure you want your freedom? That's fine. And then he's like, Well, I'm gonna hold Ragnar. He knew how to get to him. Yes, he knew he how did. important Ragnar is to him. Oh. Can you look at yourself in the mirror. Do they have mirrors then? Yes. <laughs>
0: I don't think they were very good, but they
1: had Go look in the pond at yourself. Right. Get to your reflection there. I think there. they had little How do you look silver? at yourself
0: in the- It was like a silver. In the mornings when
1: you look, wake up. Mm-hmm. How many people in this could look at themselves? Um, yeah, and, uh, and you just see, oh, and he made him get down on a knee. That was bad. Oh, why does, also, sorry to end on this note before we decide who's saying grace this episode. Um, Uhtred is channeling Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yes.
0: This whole episode. <laughs> this look, well, after. This,
1: after, when he goes to, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot about that, how he just killed the priest. I think that was the other part that, like, why, does the, why is the priest who got killed more? In, they they put priests, these people who get killed seem to be better than somebody else getting killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Inequality. Okay.
1: we were more so this so i think you know this whole episode (laughs) with the slavery and with women and being used as pawns and i i think i think you've said it beautifully before these things wouldn't exist tell me what do you think you know like if they would have been more because they're acting out of fear i mean the slavery is coming right if people
0: just would not make decisions out of fear And you make decisions out of fear when you feel like you're threatened. Why are you being threatened? Why do you feel like you're being threatened? And that's because you are needing validation from other people. You're threatened when you feel like you're going to lose face. You're going to lose something that you are faking. (laughs) Because if you're not faking it, you can't lose it. So if you know who you are, you know why you're doing what you're doing, you have goals, you have purpose, you're grounded, you are not, they can't take that away from you. It's like that whole mindset on the ship. They're warriors. They knew they were warriors. They weren't faking it. They had been in those situations before. They were um, doing what they knew. And they weren't trying to put on a show for anyone. They didn't need validation from anyone. So you, you can make good decisions and you can come from a place of when somebody threatens you, you're not threatened by it because that's who you are and you're good with it. So you don't have to feel threatened at that point. And you're still going to make a decision based on who you are instead of out of fear.
1: Right. Cats, dogs, children, whatever. So who's Um, saying
0: grace? Who? What character? Chael Wolf. (laughs) Yes, two
1: minutes. The most random person.
0: I'm gonna say Hild. I always say Hild. Hild and Ragnar. Ragnar. Ragnarson. Because they go to find Uhtred and they are on a mission to find him and they'll do whatever they can to find him. They are true to who they are and what they want and they're not gonna let anybody get in their way.
1: Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if I can make Ethelred be the grace person this time. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't pull anything. He went in willingly, entertaining. Yeah. I
0: want to know, did he, did he, okay, so as the character at that point, did he he know he was on the piece of paper? Do you think he knew Mm -hmm. that he was the name that Cheowulf wrote on the paper? The token boy. The token boy. I don't know. I don't know, but now things have changed. He is now the king of Mercia.
1: I, I guess I would go with those two. And Uhtred.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he endured a lot. Suffered a mm-hmm. lot.
1: Yeah, coming at the end. Yeah, that, that, yeah the scene with Hilda and him.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that in.
1: <laughs> I mean, even the coloring in that scene is gorgeous. It's so, come on, name You're such scene. a sap. Total sap. Of course I am.
0: <laughs> You're in love with all of them
1: all of them I can love
0: those people okay so hopefully you have heard something that has sparked your questions your interest and we want to hear what you have to say about it so message us on Instagram at grace. (laughs) thanks (laughs)